0: The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway, LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app
1: now. Here's
0: Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore.
1: And good Sunday evening to you. Thanks so much for joining us. We are live and local in the big city of Tulsa on a frosty Sunday. And we are here to talk about all the latest developments in the world of crypto and man... Has it been a crazy couple of weeks and more big changes just down the road? Let's get things started by bringing in our host and the namesake of this
2: show, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, Russell. Welcome back, Tulsa. And uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I know that's uh, coming up real fast on us, but uh, your favorite, and I'm going to say favorite Bitcoin bros, are back in the studio for another round of Tulsa's Bitcoin-focused radio show. And if you're wondering what to get us for Christmas, well, that's pretty Pretty easy. Please feel free to send us some Bitcoin to our public wallet addresses. You'll find it in the uh, program uh, description once we post it online. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, but you know what? Hey, there is a great sale going on. So uh, if you are thinking about buying some Bitcoin for somebody, well, hey, the price is, uh, prices are pretty good. You don't have to worry about stuff being too expensive. In fact, I, uh, I think Christmas, you know, actually came early for me this year, and I'm not uh, exaggerating here because my uh, favorite co-host is back in studio. Eric Cooper, welcome back, man. I almost forgot what you look like.
3: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Well, let's see here. Um, It's been just under two months, and uh, what's really, really exciting is... Uh, A lot has happened and it's been kind of nutty and I, you know, I've been kind of uh, on a perch looking from afar and, uh, but yeah, between life, uh, I was teaching and it was just going to take too much of my, uh, my home life away. So, but we got, uh, awesome stuff coming up. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, I appreciate it and I'm back here and, uh, I, I like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to pop out of a present for you or anything like that, <laughs> but, uh, you are a gift that keeps on giving to oh, me.
2: That, well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. Well, also in studio with us is, uh, Nick Burns. He spells it NYC. That's Nick Burns from the Tulsa Bitcoin podcast known as the Nick and Griff show and uh, Bitcoin miner and founder of Nakamoto Partners, Charlie Spears, gentlemen. Welcome back uh, to the show. Uh, what's been new in your guys' world?
4: Uh, thank you guys for having me here again. I'm excited to be back here. I think this is a killer group that we've got together. Uh, man, a lot of good things are happening. Uh, Bitcoin's cheap, and I can't complain. Charlie, how about you?
5: I can complain that Bitcoin's not cheap, but I'm also not going to look that gift horse in <laughs> the mouth, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, life's been exciting. Uh, the price may be down, but uh, my G- my Google calendar is filling up. So, um Yeah. Uh, here's to, uh, an indefinite future. Who knows what the price of Bitcoin will be in January, but, uh... I'm, uh, I'm always buying more. That DCA hits when the DCA hits.
2: That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Well, well. speaking of new things, I, I think it's time that we break the news to T-Town. Uh, today is a monumental day for, for this show, for me, for Eric, for all of us here in studio, but uh, some might say it's a, a bittersweet day, uh, but it's great news nonetheless. Uh, this is episode 69, but uh, actually it's, you know, if you think about it, it's actually more like episode 70 because there is always that infamous missing episode that we talk about all the time. We lost the recording on uh, but the point is we're making history with this show boys can I get a drum roll brr, brr. All right. Well, guys, here it is. This radio show is starting in January, going national. What do I mean by that? Well, January 2nd, Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore will begin syndication on radio stations in greater Los Angeles, uh, Seattle, and Atlanta. And later in this year, we are planning on Chicago as well. So, apart from Mark Moss's show on iHeart, I believe we will be one of the only syndicated radio shows in the nation focused on Bitcoin. However, However, the sad part is, oh gosh, I hate to say this, uh, is we will no longer be broadcasting in Tulsa on KRMG. But the truth is, even though we won't be going live in Tulsa in 2023, we will forever bring gro- great glory to this wonderful city because this is where it started. You know, we, we, we live here. We, we work here and, uh, we're going to continue to record the show here in Tulsa and have all the great guests that we normally have. And the guys, the Bitcoin bros that we bring on regularly. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm taking these guys that are with me in studio. We're going to go take over the airwaves nationally, but uh, don't be discouraged, Tulsa. We're not going to forget about you. You can still catch us every week on every major podcast platform, including my own website, mattjmore.com. Eric, Charlie, Nick. What do you guys think of this news? Is this uh, good news to you? Are you ready to take this show to the next level and dish out some orange pills in L.A., Seattle, and Atlanta?
3: I mean, absolutely. And, you know, again, Tulsa, we we appreciate you. This is uh, our, our foundation, and it's not guaranteed that we'll never be back on krmg right obviously as we grow we uh more opportunities happen but uh it is a new audience and uh in the advertising world anytime that you uh go and start triggering out a new audience uh that's a good thing so nick charlie are you guys uh how, how you guys feeling about this man this is uh incredible news matt congratulations you got to say um you know
4: I've done, I've done this show with you a couple of times with a couple of different guests. And the way that you prepare for your shows, man, is like I've never seen before. <laughs> well, um, and so I've got to say congratulations. And I know that you're going to crush it uh, moving forward. De- definitely yeah, going to have fun.
5: I, I echo that, too. I You know, I think in Tulsa we assume, oh, we don't get the uh, the quality of broadcast, perhaps that L.A.-based or major coastal cities uh enjoy. But I don't know, like I've, I listen to a lot of Bitcoin content across a lot of platforms and yours is consistently one of the best targeted. And so I'm just happy to be here on the show as a, as a voice to encourage us. We want to educate the people. And, um, again, yeah you can come see us in person at Tulsa, in Tulsa. We're not just on the radio. We live here and we work here.
3: We are real people. Absolutely. And, uh, and I just do want to say this because, you know, KMG, this is a multi-time Marconi winning uh, uh, station. And Russell has been part of, uh, part of this for a long time. So, um, you know, again, the quality and, but the the reach is kind of something that is the better opportunity uh, just going forward. But, you know, Charlie, Nick, you guys been with us on a lot of these episodes. What has been your favorite part about doing this show? Quite honestly, I get better explaining at things. Um,
5: what's the What's the adage? You don't truly understand something until you are able to teach it. Mm-hmm. So this has been kind of the the culmination of me now being able to take internally what I've uh, you know meditated, thought, learned, taught myself and uh, can explain it to people, put it into words, layman's words. Yeah, yeah
4: I think mine kind of follows on, along those lines as well. I, I mentioned it earlier. I love your preparation for the show, Matt. For those of you that are listening, Matt prepares show notes for every single one of these. I mean, this is so well oiled. Uh, it, it runs really, uh, really good. But uh, doing a podcast is significantly m- more open and free than doing a radio show and uh so i've I've really enjoyed you know you send over the show notes for these are some topics we're going to talk about some things we're going to think about and then i get to put in some some time to you know make my ideas more (laughs) concise and then we get to come in exactly what you're talking about charlie is then we get to kind of talk about these ideas i think that's been really fun
2: all right well eric let's turn the tables man what about you what's been your favorite part of doing the show
3: um, you know, when we first started talking about doing the show, I mean, close to two years ago, uh, it was the opportunity for me to be the dumbest one in the room and kind of learn as we move forward. And uh, so the education. Uh, on, on you know from from my perspective, and then being able and I completely echo what these guys say is turn around and then teach because there's a lot of questions and right now there's there's a lot of questions right. about what's going on with right. this place. Is, you know they're, they're, you know you look on the socials and you see a lot of people saying well Bitcoin okay it's dead now it's absolutely right. dead and people are like they're 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 staking their claim. Bitcoins die like a thousand times so right. um, but it's, it's it being able to. Tell people, hey, listen, We like the lost episode, it was, hey, listen, guys, this is just a correction. Right. This is everything. So we tell people what's going on. And uh, so being part of that. And then again, I I, I echo, uh, if you like trees, you probably don't like Matt for the (laughs) show notes preparation. But um, the, the, the complete organization of everything has been terrific.
2: Well, you know, th- this show has uh, not only been an asset, honestly, for the city, but a, but a great source of Bitcoin education, as they've been saying, you know, and I, I can't tell you how many people we've helped. I mean, I, I get words and emails all the time. Uh, it's been an honor to, to, to help empower so many people for this new digital age, because that's exactly what it is. I mean, money is definitely changing, and we want you all to be ready for these changes. Uh, and that's why, even though we will be moving this show uh, to, to other stations, you know, the, the syndication is going to be important, but hey, we also are- st- Still going to be doing our Bitcoin meetups. In fact, Charlie, I mean, you got some information about our next one. Tell the people what's going to be taking place uh, before we go to break.
5: Yep. We've done a Bitcoin meetup every single month this year in 2022. Our next one and our last one of the year is this Tuesday at 7 p.m. at Welltown Brewing. That is this Tuesday, 7 p.m. at Welltown Brewing downtown. We're doing things a little bit different this year. We don't necessarily have a featured speaker, but rather we are going to demonstrate peer-to-peer bitcoin transfer in the wild so this is a bring some muffins bring some uh drumsticks bring um some candles you made and we're going to trade sets sats or satoshis for uh these items so uh um you'll be we'll be exchanging bitcoin it's not to make money it's just simply to get everybody used to exchanging mm-hmm. that data coin
2: right well what should we not bring
3: uh use your own discretion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the holidays, go crazy. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, definitely going to be looking boot-legged,
3: forward to that. uh Halloween costumes. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. Well, <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, it could be bitcoin related. I mean, it could technically be anything, right?
3: Yeah, Don't-
5: anything that you would bring to any kind of normal uh Exchange. It's not a gift exchange. It's a Bitcoin exchange. Yep. Yeah.
2: And if you haven't been to one of these meetups, I highly encourage you to go because meeting the people, making the connections, having the one-on-one conversations with people who are obsessed of this, like you know, with this space, like we are here. Uh, that's where you really start to dig your heels in and uh, and you know, grasp some concepts that may be new, but also have people that uh, are kind of just as weird as you. So, yep. uh, <laughs> we we have fun, so I encourage you to come check it out. Uh, if you want more information, you can always go to my website mattjmore.com. We got a Tulsa section there that's got the meetups. So hopefully you see you there.
1: All right. Welltown Brewing, if you're curious, 114 West Archer Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right downtown. And again, that meetup is going to be Tuesday at 7 p.m. Hang around. We got a lot more to talk about here on Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. You're hearing it on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Oh, welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We are live and local in Tulsa, Oklahoma, tonight on 1023KRMG. Talking about some big changes about to happen around here.
2: And here is our host, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, Russell. Thanks so much. Yes, we are back in the studio. We're having fun. We're talking about some changes when it comes to the show. Uh, no, it's not coming to an end. But uh, you could say we're going to uh, a new level. We're trying to expand our reach and reach some new people. And uh, you can always follow us at uh, MattJMoore.com or any major podcast platform. I mean, we put this program out there for the world to consume, but yay, we're based here in Tulsa. We're going to give Tulsa plenty of glory. Uh, in fact, speaking of glory, I've got a guy who brings glory every day to the stage. His name's Eric Cooper. He's my co-host. Eric, welcome back, man.
3: Hey, uh, gl- uh, Glory. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that one right there because uh, <laughs> I, I dropped the present line. But uh, uh, again, yes, echoing what you were saying, Matt, is if you, uh, you know, maybe this is the first time you're hearing it and you're like, well, this, this is not very good. No, this is the worst time to be a first-time listener, uh, but you can go back. Apple, Spotify, KRMG.com, Google Podcasts, uh, YouTube. You can find all of our content uh, that we've done over the past seventy episodes.
2: Yep, yep, yep. You know, and, and and although it's sad that uh, we're going to end our broadcast here in Tulsa, you know, we're going to go to LA, Seattle, Atlanta, twenty twenty-three, maybe even Chicago. But uh, we brought, uh, we you know, we we brought some people into studio that we thought would be appropriate to bring in some, you know, educated. Well-spoken Savvy. Bitcoin t- content, right? Uh, they're T-town Bitcoiners, so that's that's a that counts as well. Um, but we wanted to bring some people in for this for this final Tulsa broadcast. You could really uh, put the icing on the cake. And in studio is uh, none other than Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff Show and uh, Bitcoin Miner and founder of Nakamoto Partners, Charlie Spears. Guys, welcome back to America's Bitcoin focused radio show. You ready to uh, dig into some new content? Glad oh, to be yeah. back.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's get into it. You know, however, Matt, before we continue, I've got to get uh, our our great sponsor a mention. Um, They have helped make it possible for the show to go national so that we could bring a Bitcoin education to the masses. And uh, this segment is, as always, made possible by a company called Hedge. Do you have a strategy to obtain cryptocurrency on a regular basis? Do you plan to automate your dollar cost averaging? What about getting all or even part of your paycheck in Bitcoin? Hedge is revolutionizing how you get paid. Hedge makes it easy to automatically convert your pay into Bitcoin, whether you're an employer or an employee, you can get started in four easy steps. Get started earning, getting paid by Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin today. Uh, Bitcoin is a long term play. Start a strategy today. Hedge is here to make it easy. to so stack them sats month after month. What are you living, waiting for? Yeah. Start living your life on the Hedge. Right. Well, Check I'm, them out. Get you know, Hedge.io. I'm,
2: You know what's even cool is we're still giving away that $200 of Bitcoin. So uh, if you want to qualify for that $200 of Bitcoin, whether you're listening live or later on the podcast, uh, you can still qualify to win. If you go to my website mattjmore.com, scroll down to that resource section and you'll see a button that says Get Hedge. And uh, if you click that and sign up uh, and start having a portion of your paycheck allocated into Bitcoin, it can be, again, as little or as much as you want. It's uh, really up to you. Uh, And the cool part about using hedge is you actually skip that exchange experience. Uh, you know, you've heard, probably heard some things about exchanges, FTX, Sam bankman Free. Well, you can avoid <laughs> all that crap uh, by just who, using who, Edge, who right? Who is that? I don't, I don't do know, you know who that is, but.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Celsius, I've never heard
2: of But once you start using Hedge, uh, Hedge will give you give me a list of uh, emails of those who signed up and use my referral link. So, what are you waiting for? Go to my website, mattjmorr.com.
3: All right, boys, let's get this conversation going once again. Uh, despite the chaos in Brazil, they've officially become the next country to legally make Bitcoin a form of currency. And after being approved by the Chamber of Deputies, the bill headed over to the Senate, which modified a couple parts of the bill and added a few new sections. And then the text, when it was brought back to the chamber, uh, the Senate's changes could be voted on, which has already happened. Uh, now, the current president, who is scheduled to hand over presidential reins on January 1st, has 15 days to sign or veto the bill. Uh, a partial veto is also possible. It's an event where uh, the president would be able to reject uh, only one or more parts of the bill. The bill comes into effect 180 days after an eventual signature from the president, uh, you guys think that this is a big deal? I am a,
5: I'm neutral on it. I'm optimistic. I, I embrace this, though. Um, I believe that Bitcoin specifically, but broader crypto, will succeed given regulatory clarity. So I think it's a big deal that if you can lay the groundworks for a, a neutral and regulatorily clear stance on cryptocurrency mm-hmm. today, that's something that will disproportionately benefit your country in years to
4: come. Mm, Yeah, that's that's a good point there. I think it's great news. You know, I think it's just another domino that's going to fall as many more will after this. Um, I think think an an interesting piece on this is the point of sale uh, side of this, right? The actual infrastructure of, okay, now it's legal tender, but how do we actually use it? And I think you guys would probably agree that the infrastructure is all there. We can utilize the existing infrastructure, uh, but let's just implement that.
2: Right, right. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. You know, Brazil's a pretty huge economy uh, when it comes to, you know, considering El Salvador. You know, El Salvador made it legal tender, and yeah. uh, but Brazil's just a whole nother, uh, ball game.
5: Yeah, I like to, I mean, a lot of people say, well, I can't buy a cup of coffee with Bitcoin. And I like to say, well, the U.S. government or these governments make it a little bit challenging to, for that to be legal and easy to do. If they were to be neutral and allow and say, oh, if you would like to do that, then let's make it happen. I Th- think you Then be it gets able to, developed. Yeah, Absolutely. then you'd be able to buy a cup of coffee with Bitcoin. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I think it's safe to say that one of the reasons why Brazil moved so quickly on this recent vote around Bitcoin and crypto regulations was because of what we mentioned earlier, the aftermath of the FTX scandal, which probably a lot of people have heard about. Um, and, and, you know, speaking of FTX... Did you guys actually see that Sam Bankman-Fried uh, was finally arrested in the Bahamas on behalf of the U.S. government? I mean, the listen to this: the, the Securities and Exchange Commission accused SBF of defrauding FTX investors and customers of more than one point nine billion dollars. And in addition to civil civil charges, Bankman-Fried faces a criminal indictment from the Justice Department. And on Tuesday prosecutors from the Southern District of New York filed eight charges against the former executive, including multiple counts of wire fraud and rounding out the current charges against Bankman Freed. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission accused the former executive of using Alameda Research to super. I don't even know how to say that word. Sur- uh, Surreptitiously. Okay, there we go. Eric, got it. <laughs> siphon I mean, siphon uh, customer funds. So I'm happy to hear this. Are you guys happy to hear this? I know we got like a minute before we got to go to break, but I mean, uh, this is good news to my ears.
5: I'm so happy. I was very. I was worried that he wouldn't uh, see any kind of punishment. Yeah. Um, so this, I, you know, the wheels
4: of justice are slow, but they do grind. Right. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. It was interesting watching it for a couple of weeks. I'm like, are they going to arrest this guy or what? What's the deal, right? But I think he's a fraud. He should yeah. go to prison for a right. long time. Um, I, think, uh, I think this is the beginning of the crackdown that we're going to see from the SEC on the regulation because a lot of these guys are running unregulated unre- uh, you know, they're selling unregistered securities, right? right. They're not regulated properly. Uh, but I think it's also important to note and Senator Luma, Cynthia lumas mm-hmm. said this, that hey, these are organizations, these are people, these are organizations that are on trial. This is not digital assets. She said digital assets. So I think it's very important to say Bitcoin is not FTX. Yeah. Right. Exchanges are separate from Bitcoin.
3: Right. It's, it's, it's what we always say is a tool can be used for good or evil. Um, and uh, again, I think that this is great for precedence because we need this to never happen again. You need to understand that if you're going to be responsible for folks' money, uh, investments, you are going to get demolished if you do it wrong Mm. and and knowingly do it wrong. Yeah,
2: I can't tell you how many times I got phone calls. Oh, my gosh, is Bitcoin dying? I'm like, no, FTX, no, that's different. This is totally different. But you come here on this show to get those facts straight. So stick around because we got another segment.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's been Ponzi schemes before this was that, except that before they were stealing dollars, now they're stealing Bitcoin. Right. The dollar's still here, so is Bitcoin. I mean, you, you can do the math there. SBF in jail and denied bail, but he may say, says he may also return without fighting extradition. We'll see more cryptocurrency right after the news on 1023 KRMG. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. During the break we were sitting here talking about that whole FTX debacle and the very latest on Sam Bakeman-Fried. What will the new year hold in store for the worlds of cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology? Who the heck knows? I don't, but this guy might have a better clue than me. He's the host of our show, Mr. Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt.
2: Hey, thanks, Russell. Yeah, we definitely try to do our best to rally up uh, all the details and share them with you in a very cohesive and understandable way um and uh, sometimes that task is challenging but uh, to help me with those uh, challenging tasks is my favorite co-host who's back in studio once again <laughs>
3: eric cooper sack full of potatoes for sam uh (laughs) sack full of potatoes that's all i gotta say
2: all right well guys uh again if you are just now joining this show and you don't already know the news this is going to be our last tulsa broadcast uh but don't be discouraged because in 2023 we'll be airing our show in la seattle and atlanta and you can still catch all of our programs, all of our radio shows on every major podcast platform, my website, mattjmore.com, and we want you to come along for the journey, because hey, we live here in Tulsa, we're from Tulsa, and we're going to still make this show in Tulsa, and uh, you know what, I'm going to let uh, Eric introduce our guest today.
3: Yeah, that's right, and uh, from the Nick and Griff show, we have Nick Burns, and from Nakamoto Partners, we have Charlie Spears. Guys, how y'all feeling? Feeling incredible! If only you guys could see what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> Likewise, great guys. I've got a couple of mirrors in my house, and I don't really agree with you. Uh, but uh, Matt, yes, how sir. How you feeling, buddy?
2: Man, I'm feeling great. Good. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy to to be here with you guys and doing this because uh, it makes my job a whole lot easier. But we're gonna, we're just, we're gonna go ahead and uh, last segment. We were talking about Sam Bankman-Fried from FTX. I uh, finally got arrested, uh, which was a sigh of relief for many in this space. However, as you can probably guess. My bet is because of these recent events, we are now going to have legislation and regulation jammed down our throats in 2023, and this is despite politicians having quite a long time, years prior, actually, to address this issue that we have now witnessed unfold, uh, and uh, they're now having to kind of pretend to actually care and do something and look competent because, you know, a lot of people got hurt in this, and it was very, very unfortunate, but most of the time, this st- when this stuff happens, uh, it's, it's really based on this reactionary. Causes. But uh, but speaking of Bitcoin legislation, uh, we have Bitcoin supervillain Senator Warren is at it again. Uh, she has now introduced a bill in Congress to KYC self custody Bitcoin wallets, surveil users, and crack down on privacy tools. Now, obviously, None of this bill, which is being proposed, is really applicable to the current FTX situation, considering that it was all centered on centralized exchanges and third party custodians. But hey, you know, can't let a good crisis go to waste. Uh, now, let me be clear. I, I am not surprised that this is coming from Senator Warren. She's really been an, uh, against Bitcoin for quite some time. She's been a critic. Um, and uh, it was probably inevitable that she'd put a bill like this forward. However, I don't think it will pass, in my opinion. What do you guys say? It, should we be concerned about this KYC bill? Is it, is it pointless? Do you see it passing? What, what's, your, what's your thoughts?
5: We will see if it passes. I don't think I have very good insight to whether it will or won't. Um, as to its effectiveness, I think it could be somewhat effective at limiting uh, people owning their own Bitcoin. Uh, but it can it, because of the nature of how Bitcoin works. You cannot fully actually KYC every single person. KYC is get the names, numbers, addresses, right. know your client information. Um, I mean, you see, this was kind of gold or other financial instruments in history, which are try to be banned, but because they are uh, they are bearer assets, you can own them. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I think if we look at it like this, like the the countries which have uh, neutral and favorable treatment of cryptocurrencies, as I said in the previous segment, will outperform those who don't. And I think this is a negative treatment of that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, you know I'm not sure about the probability of this thing passing, but if it did, man, that yikes! It's kind of well, like, scary, gra- right? You know, Grandma
2: and Grandpa had those gold <laughs> bars in the in their uh, their walls, right? And they made gold illegal. Yeah, you know? yeah. It didn't stop them from from having it, but hey, you know what? There's a 0.32 percent success rate or chance that uh, her bill will actually get passed based off her performance over the last decade. But the truth is, the truth is that's most politicians in Congress because uh, there's so many of them, and uh, you know it's very hard unless you're uh, rubbing necks with the right people but Eric, let's let's move this show forward. Go ahead and uh, yeah. give
3: us this next. So, in, in other news, despite uh, this current bear market, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that the Bank of International Settlements endorses the policy for banks for uh, to hold two percent of their assets in Bitcoin. Uh, this news comes out from the endorsement. It's an endorsement from the group of central bank governors and heads of supervision. I don't, who comes up with these names? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you know, they're the oversight body of the Basel Committee, and you know, which is the primary global standard setter uh, for the prudential uh, predent- regulation of banks um what does this mean to you guys
2: i think it was inevitable
3: yeah i think this is
4: i think this is good news you know i think uh we're we're gonna continue to see these dominoes fall over time um you know i I think that a lot of stuff is happening right now that's super weird and super strange and kind of freaks people out but at the end of the day it all brings adoption and guys if you guys are listening and you don't know this Bitcoin does not care what you think or what happens. It's going to continue to crank out blocks every 10 minutes as long as we got guys like Charlie out here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, it's a, this is a big deal. Uh, banking moves very slow. The BIS is a, they're a notable institution. Um and if and if bankers are finally getting around to it, thirteen years and a half, thirteen four, almost fourteen years in, yeah. right. Then I mean, yeah, I think it's a uh, number go up eventually,
2: right? Well, I think
4: also. Oh, I was going to right, have go uh, you know also uh, there was a, another company called FTX that was holding reserves in Bitcoin, <laughs> right? So then then the question is how how do we how do we verify that? You know, I mean, we we've seen a lot about proof of reserves here recently and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of another thought
2: is like, mm-hmm. oh, they're holding right. Bitcoin.
4: But are they though? Had somebody
5: actually looked at it, we would have seen they were holding very little at all.
2: Well, guys, I, I, uh, I think it's really fascinating in bear markets and in stressful times like today, um, that we're witnessing, uh, there's a phrase that goes around and it is, you build in bear markets. Obviously we're building with this, this show, taking it to other markets and ex- getting expa- expanding listenership. But, you know, Charlie, I'm sure you're building right now. You're staying laser focused. Uh, w- Nick, Charlie, why why the sentiment build in the bear market? Why is that important to have this mentality?
5: Gosh, I would say uh, you build you know perhaps a, you know, on the private industry or company side, but also build your knowledge. One of the challenges and we talked about this a ton the past two years is that it is very noisy in a bull market. Everything is screaming at you, and everybody is shilling something. And in a bear market, that all goes away, and you can have time. You don't. Your phone's not blowing up 24/7 to actually finish a, a dang thought. So mm-hmm. you can you can think on these things. You can talk to people without them being uh, torn a bunch of different ways. Certainly, in my life, I also like to say break in bear market. So um, I've taken. I've enjoyed a couple of my first real breaks. I work just as hard, um, but uh, you know, if you never take your nose off the grindstone, you'll uh, you'll eventually lose your face. So in my view um building both sanity and education is very important
4: because the most important thing is to stay on this roller coaster mm, yeah, yeah i think i think you you have to have the education piece once you have the education piece and you realize oh I need to get as much as this as I can, I think you then have to build a good financial plan that, that allows you to steward what you've got coming in so that you can responsibly stack those sats every month.
3: I Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, I find it interesting that in this current bear market we are uh, in currently, um, it's one of the longest Bitcoin bear markets in its 13 years of history. Uh, you often hear that these Bitcoin cycles get longer and less volatile over time. Do you guys think that this is the case? Is, is this why we're seeing one of the longest bear markets mic- uh, bear market cycles yet, or are there other reasons out there?
5: Um, I think Bitcoin will continue to get less volatile. We empirically see this. We look at the data. It has each cycle gotten less volatile. Um, what's different now is that the macro, the global macro situation has changed. And who knows? Um, I, we talked about this a few episodes ago that macro now drives everything here. So, um, we'll see, uh, if, and when Bitcoin finally discovers, um, uh, you know, uh, some kind of new
4: relationship with the global macro condition. Mm.
2: That's good. Go
4: ahead. I think, uh, yeah, I think as, as Bitcoin continues to grow, as the market cap grows, as you, you know, all these different examples you've talked about, bring more people to Bitcoin, which grows that market cap. And as you grow the market cap, it takes a lot more to swing the markets, which, uh, which makes those cycles longer and also reduces volatility. Absolutely
2: yeah those are all phenomenal points well here's a a little bit more of a a personal question we got about three minutes before we got to go to break here but the question i have for all of you even you russell is this with 2022 coming to a close and you know obviously we're ending our broadcast on krmg is there anything new that you guys have learned when it comes to this space where where is your conviction today versus where it was yesterday or at the beginning of the year
4: You know, I I actually, I've kind of got a unique perspective, I guess, here, because I've literally learned everything that I know about Bitcoin at 22. So (laughs) this is like my opening year. But I think uh, something that I'm really kind of finding some some solid foundation for is what my thing with Bitcoin is, is that Mm. I don't care about Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't care about me. And I think that, you know, Charlie, I actually took this from you, got this idea from you. You know, you said, we got Bitcoin meetups. Why don't we have dollar meetups? Well, because dollar meetups, that's just how we live life. We don't have a meetup to talk about using dollars. I think in a Bitcoin world, we, we, when we meet up to talk about Bitcoin, we talk about life. We talk about discipline. We talk about self-responsibility. Right. We talk about how can we be the best that we can be. And, uh, and that said, Bitcoin doesn't care about us. I don't care about Bitcoin. And I'm just going to live my life and stack these sats. Mm, that's good. Charlie? Um, yeah,
5: as kind of Nick said, finding your own thing. In my case, it took many years to figure out. I thought, I thought my, my focus on energy and particularly oil and gas market research had nothing to do with Bitcoin for several years. And then I realized it had everything to do with Bitcoin. So I can, I hope to, uh, kind of further my personal understanding of, uh, energy, especially as it relates to Bitcoin. Um, and, I don't really need to learn a whole lot more about Bitcoin. I need to learn about all the actual stuff in energy that I didn't understand five years ago. So Bitcoin kind of propels a broader uh, and more specified focus on your interests. Hmm.
3: I think that um, everybody who is trying to dog Bitcoin, crypto, and just in general, um, are the ones who haven't invested any time, any education into it, and uh, they want they want they want it to fail so that they don't have to come and learn it. So I no longer care about anybody's opinion. Uh, you know, your opinion on Bitcoin doesn't matter because guess what, Bitcoin doesn't care what your opinion is about Absolutely. Bitcoin.
1: Russell? Yeah. Well, I would say that, uh, and I'm going to agree with Nick, the Bitcoin and uh, you know doesn't care any more than the weather cares. Exactly. That's a good <laughs> it, analogy. It is ones and zeros. Okay? So what what's going to matter is how people learn how to apply it and, and how they learn to adapt it and what it morphs into. I don't think we know yet. I'm going mm-hmm. to tell you as a journalist, I think the jury's out. Is this going to be a, a store of value? Is this going to be a commodity? Is it going to be a currency? I don't know. And I'm not sure that's clear yet. And now one thing I do think, though, is with this SBF deal blowing up, that Congress and some people are going to get serious about, you know, actually coming up with some regulations that make sense. I don't know if Elizabeth Warren's plan is that. But somebody better do it because right now it's a wild, wild west, baby. And people are getting hurt. People are getting hurt. All right. More of cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore coming up on 1023 KRMG. You are listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We are live and local in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on this chilly Sunday evening. It's 1023 KRMG. I'm Russell Mills. Thank you very much for spending some time with us tonight. Let's get right to it, because we're almost out of said precious time. Our host is Matthew
2: J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, Russell. That's right. This is our not only last segment for this, uh, this show, but our, our la- the last segment of the Tulsa broadcast uh, before we start going national uh, to other radio stations. But, man, it has been a ride of a lifetime. Uh, and I've got some great guys in studio with me to uh, to help close out this uh wonderful episode, one of them being my co-host who's back in action, Eric Cooper.
3: And I, and I also want to say thank you to Russell. Um, right. You know, again, uh, herding cats uh, was mentioned earlier. <laughs> um, you know, again, a year and a half ago, we started, we sat down with you and really uh, helped us understand um when we were talking too high too above <laughs> people people's heads and you said hey break this down a little bit and so it helped us because our goal was education and you've helped us educate
1: well i will say i will always be proud i was there at the beginning i hope you guys you know take it and, and stay successful with it and uh, yeah it's been fun and i've learned a lot from y'all
2: yeah, it's definitely going to be fun, man. I tell you what, it's, uh, guys, um, we got Charlie Spears, who is, uh, the founder of, uh, Nakamoto Partners and he's a Bitcoin miner. We got, uh, Nick Burns who, uh, runs a Tulsa Bitcoin podcast, uh, the Nick and, uh, Griff show, almost a Nick and Burns show. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be kind of cool. All right. Well, <laughs> but anyways, uh, we love Griff still, uh, guys, welcome back to this final segment.
4: Thank you. Glad to be back. Thank you for having us. Awesome.
2: All right. Well, guys, um, you know it's 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 really been one of these things where you know I, I want to ask you guys questions. Um, you've been with us a couple broadcasts. Uh, each one of you guys have. Uh, you know, since we're bringing this show to a close in Tulsa, and, and you know, I wanted to get your thoughts. You know, what's been your favorite memories or favorite moments uh, on this broadcast?
3: I want to go first. Um, when you trolled your own radio show and <laughs> called in, and <laughs> that, was, uh, yeah. that was that was that was pretty good.
2: Yeah, Russell, I think kind of caught the hint on that one pretty fast. We caught you, like- we caught you off pretty quick.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I like seeing you go from trying to scramble and do it all in-house yourself to being able to bring in uh, medium-level guests to now a couple really high-profile, well-known people in the space yeah. and doing really good interviews. Um, you, I really like uh, some of the particular interviews you did with Alex Leishman of River yeah, Financial, one me. of my personal favorites, and then uh, Mark, the Canadian... Foss. uh Yeah, uh, yeah Mark, Mark Greg Foss. Greg Foss. Sorry. <laughs> Greg Foss. Two of those interviews, what a a fantastic, like, those are, that's great content. If you're listening to this, go back and listen to the Greg Foss interviews and listen to more Greg Foss.
2: Yeah.
4: I, uh, I have to second Eric's thought there on you calling in and trolling the show because we, we were all sitting here listening and, you know, you told me before, yeah, that we'll have like some live call-ins and we started listening and I think you, we, Eric, you and I were here for that, right? Yeah. We looked at each other and we were like, what is this? We, do, we do something because uh,
3: the first call-in <laughs> show, Charlie called in to kick things off because we weren't sure. And uh, so when we heard the, oh, I'm going to plant my bitcoins up on the moon and uh, right. I'm something. Yeah, that was a good one.
2: All right, well, wh- one more time. Um, where can people get plugged in as far as the, the, the you know, the meetup that we're doing? You betcha,
5: meetup, Bitcoin meetup is this week, this Tuesday, 7 p.m. at Welltown Brewing. That's the 20th, 7 p.m., Welltown it's a Bitcoin peer-to-peer exchange, information on our social medias, our meetup and Facebook, um, but basically bring some things, and we're going to trade Bitcoin for them, not to make money, but to practice sending and receiving Bitcoin. 7 p.m. Welltown this Tuesday.
2: Eric, you going to be there?
3: No, I, I actually teach on that oh, one, so I'm not going to be able to be okay. there, but okay. uh, you guys always pick the Tuesdays, so that's what yeah. I'm teaching. But, <laughs> what, uh, what about you, Nick? Uh, what am you I going to be there? there? Oh, yeah. yes, yes, I am going to be there. Okay. Yep. Okay. Can I FaceTime? I've missed, I've
4: missed the past couple and I've missed seeing everybody. And, uh, and I am going to make it this Tuesday. Okay. Gonna,
3: I'll FaceTime you. You can screenshot and then make my face an NFT okay. and see what you can get. <laughs> I like Barter. it. Barter. Yeah.
2: Sounds fair. That sounds fair. Well, Tulsa. <laughs> It's been a blast bringing you uh, Bitcoin content over the airways for gosh the last 21 months. It's been a ride of my life, but uh, however, this is not goodbye. This is us growing and taking it to the next level. And uh, although we'll now be broadcasting in L.A., Seattle, and Atlanta, and hopefully Chicago, uh, you can still follow the show every single week on every major podcast platform, or you can go to my website mattjmore.com, And if you want KMG to carry our syndicated version of the show sometime down the road, well, hey, let them know. Send them a message. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. Uh, and, uh, you know, our goal, honestly, our goal has been to take this show to every major city in America. We really want to give out these orange pills known as Bitcoin and get people thinking about money. So stay with us as we take over one city at a time because, you know what, these Tulsa boys, you know, we're going to make you proud. We're going to make Tulsa proud. So cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Um, hey, this is, this is Russell. This is Eric. This is Charlie. This is Nick. We're signing, out, uh, signing off, but uh, this, we hope that you have a wonderful Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Tulsa. We will see you in 2023. So real
1: quick, you skipped yourself. What was your favorite memory from the show,
2: bud? Oh, gosh. You know what? Probably pranking the show myself. I (laughs) I was so nervous doing it. I was like, I hope Russell doesn't catch me, but you did. You figured it out.
1: I will say uh, you've been one of the most prepared, if not the most prepared show hosts I've ever worked with. It's been a pleasure. Gentlemen, I hope you have a uh, safe and happy holiday season. Namaste to you and your yours. Come back and visit us. Often the old KMR ain't going anywhere. I'm Russell Mills. Thank you very much for tuning in for Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We'll see you on the flip side.